Welcome into Bearcat Rewind and Happy Thanksgiving. We're recording here on November 25th, one day before Thanksgiving 2020. Hope you have the chance to get out, see some family, some friends, do it safely amidst this pandemic we're in right now. Today we're talking with a former Northwest quarterback that first set foot on campus and joined the Bearcat family in the early 2000s. Joel Osborne came to Northwest Missouri State from Harlan, Iowa. He was a 2008 first-team All-MIAA selection, received the Don Black Award for homecoming MVP that same season. He still sits top 10 at Northwest all-time in single-season pass yards, completions, and is second in career completion percentage at 67%. After his playing career, Joel stuck around Northwest as a GA. After receiving his master's, he joined the Bearcat football coaching staff full-time. And he comes from a family that just has athletic genes. His brothers Kevin and Zach also played college football. And his father Mitch is in the Iowa High School Athletic Association Hall of Fame after winning three state championships as a high school basketball coach in Iowa and more than 600 games in his career. And in this interview, Joel also lets us know that his mom also played college basketball. So it's built into the DNA of the Osborne family. So this is a fun interview today with Joel Osborne. We hope you enjoy it as well. A Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni. And Clorinda Regional Health Center, offering support to Southwest Iowa and Northwest Missouri each day during times of uncertainty through a local team of providers and nurses. More information at clorindahealth.com. Today's conversation with Joel Osborne looks at the Thanksgiving tradition at Northwest, growing up with that sports gene just built in, and some of the coaching he was able to do this fall despite no Northwest football. Let's dive into this week's episode of Bearcat Rewind. We're pleased to be joined today by Northwest Missouri State assistant coach Joel Osborne, also former quarterback for the Bearcat football team. Joel, how are things going for you? We're one day away from Thanksgiving and kind of getting back into that holiday, uh, I guess, tradition and heading into December as well, but... Things are a little bit different nowadays, of course, with what 2020 is. But what are things like for you and your family? Yeah, well, this is going to be one of the first Thanksgivings, one of the the few that I haven't spent with our football team uh, playing in the playoffs. So that's that's definitely a lot different for us. Um, But, you know, we're we're making the best of it. And uh, I thought, uh, you know, our our kids did a really good job this fall uh, in practices, getting better and uh, paying attention to detail and just enjoying the process and, and uh, we're, we're really, really thankful, as a, my family is in particular. We've all got great health uh, right now. Uh, we have a, a fourth child on the way, so we're just very thankful for the time that we have together. It's been a, a blessing in some, some aspects to be able to spend as much time with each other. And, uh, you know, I've got three boys, and, and uh, they're, they're just into uh, playing sports video games and, and, and wrestling and, and doing all sorts of things. So uh, we're having a blast. You know, you look around the world and around the country, and obviously things are difficult for a lot of people. And that's just the way it is, what the pandemic is. But there are still good things happening. And so then you hear about uh, a child on the way and your first girl. And, I mean, that's exciting. There are still blessings out there. You just maybe have to look a little bit harder and, and sift through some of that other news that's being pushed at you all the time too, don't you? Yeah, absolutely. You, you know, you just, it's uh, like, like you said, I mean, we, we've got three boys already and we've got a girl on the way. So it's going to be, it's, it's exciting for our kid, my kids and exciting for my wife. Um, and uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. And uh, it's, you know, it's just going to add to our family and, and going to make us better. So yeah, absolutely. 
Typically, we talk to you this time of year, and you mentioned it. You're spending Thanksgiving with your football team. You're practicing. You're getting ready for round two of the NCAA Division II playoffs. And um, and I believe, if I remember correctly, the Elks Lodge usually has a, a big Thanksgiving meal for the entire team, maybe on Tuesday night or Wednesday night of the week of Thanksgiving. And, I mean, it's such a fun tradition. You take that away this year, you don't have that. But there are so many great teams to look back on that always did that year after year. That has to be kind of cool to think about all those memories you made with so many teammates and then and players that played for you over the years. Yeah, they, they've always taken care of us at the Elks Lodge. Um, just cooked a great meal. And, and what they do is every Wednesday um, we would go there after meetings um, and uh, have a Thanksgiving meal together as a team. And it's just and, and they all the workers would donate their time, their money, and, and just. They love Bearcat football, and it's one of their ways to to give back to us. And we just appreciated. We've always appreciated what they've done for us, and it's it's given our it's given our players an opportunity to have an experience uh, like that. You know, where you, you eat a meal together and um, you just have a good time and, and kind of relax during the middle of a playoff run. And so that's always been a, a great tradition. If we're eating together on uh, Wednesday before Thanksgiving, it's a good thing. Whenever you look at it, and, and no Northwest Missouri State football to be played this weekend, but with that coaching brethren and that Maryville football brethren overall with the Spoof Hounds and the Bearcats, is it kind of cool to see the Spoof Hounds carrying the torch? And I believe Coach Webb said this will be the first home game on Thanksgiving weekend for his football team. And, of course, it's happening whenever Northwest football isn't. So it's like we still have something going on. We can still all kind of come together in this community and look at the Spoof Hounds right now as they're trying to win a state championship in a couple of weeks. Yeah, they're having a great, great season. They've done a great job overcoming a lot of adversity throughout the season. Coach Webb and his staff do a tremendous job. And so that's exciting for them that they get to play a, a home game on Thanksgiving Saturday for the, a chance to play in the state, another state championship. So um, they do a great job, have a really good tradition. And we've been blessed to have a, quite a few spoof hounds uh, play at Northwest over the years. And, and, uh, yeah, it's it's a, a great football program. This is this is a football town Maryville is and and that's one of the things we sell in recruiting is not just our program, we sell the high school program and how successful they've all they've been and and, and just the people in town have how much they support uh, both of our football programs and it's it's good to see them have success for sure. And that's really cool cuz I can't imagine there are hardly any other college programs in the country that can sit there and say, "Hey, we're great." These guys right down Munn Street, they're pretty good too, and they, everybody comes together on Friday nights and Saturday nights to watch both of these teams play. Whenever you look at this and what Maryville is overall and, and you think about Bearcat Nation as a whole too, but being in a football community and, and everybody's always hungry for a winner and, and you don't want to think that they've uh, that people just get used to it and it's an expectation, but it really is. Is there some pressure as you think back to your playing days as you're a quarterback that make – Man, you go into high V on a Saturday morning or maybe a Saturday afternoon after a football game, like you know all eyes are on you and everybody's thinking about the game that you're going to play or the game that you just played. Oh, there there is, but I mean I think that's a good thing. You know, that that's why you want to come here to Northwest Missouri State is because of the expectations and you know, there's no higher expectations than uh the expectations of the guys that are on our football team that are both coaching and playing. And uh, that those are the guys we're we're wanting. We're wanting guys that want to come in here and play at a high level, and and that want to chase you know the national championships that we go for every year. And, 
um, you know, it's just a process that makes us all better people at the end of the day. And that's, that's the biggest thing that, that we do sell to the people we're recruiting is, um, you know, our job is to make you guys uh, prepared for the real world. And, and a byproduct of that is we're going to do all the little things correctly. And because of that, you're going to become the best football player you can be. And if you do that, then collectively as a team, we're going to be pretty good. And so that's worked for us over the years. Um, started with Coach Churchma, uh, Coach Boswick, Coach Oral, now Coach Wright. And so we're continuing that tradition. And, and we definitely we don't see the pressure as a negative. We see it as a positive. Is football and just competition in general built into your DNA when you think about obviously what you've done with as a player and now as a coach, your brother playing your brother Zach at Wayne State and then Kevin playing at Buena Vista, your father winning all those games up in Harlan, Iowa as a basketball coach? Is it just in your DNA to go out there and always compete? Uh, it definitely is to go out there and compete. You know, I always thought I was going to be a basketball player, and uh, you know that's I think in recruiting. Quite a few football schools stayed away from me because of the success we had on the basketball court. And um, and I remember Coach Churchma and and, uh, Coach uh, Sabota talking to my high school offense coordinator, Russ Gallinger, and and just saying, hey, if you guys are really interested in him, you know, you may want to consider having him play basketball as well because that's something I think would would intrigue him. And so that that did intrigue me. And Coach Tabmeyer gave me the opportunity to play both sports here, and as well as Coach Churchma and. uh, that was that was a really good experience uh, for me, um, but yes, you got to be competitive in order to do that. So, so I feel like that's something that flies under the radar that people either forgot about or just don't know or can't remember back that far. That Joel Osborne came here and was, you know, practicing with Northwest football, and he's a he's a quarterback. But then over here, he's also a guard on Coach Tatmeyer's basketball team. Uh, Whenever you think back to that, how do you balance all that as a student athlete? You're, you're 18, 19 years old coming out of high school, and now all of a sudden it's like, oh, here's your college course workload. We need you to learn this offense, but also go over here and, and run these basketball drills too. Yeah, that was it was, uh, you know, I had such good support on both sides of it. And at the time, Coach Wright was our strength coach, and so he did a really good job. He allowed me to um, get my lifts in with the football program and then be in there with the basketball program and do whatever I needed to do to finish up my lifts for football. Um, I remember being in the weight room six days a week, going to practice six days a week. Uh, coach Tatum uh, was my quarterback coach at the time. He traveled me to away games. I got to chart plays. I got to experience that. It was an unbelievable experience. And uh, I, I looked up to guys like Jesse Shaw on the basketball court, Austin Meyer, um, you know, Ben McCollum was a GA. So he was my position coach in practice. Um, you know, that was awesome to, to experience that. I played with Andy Peterson. Um, you know, you look at the football side of it, Josh Lamberson was my host on my visit, and he's who I looked up to here, you know, and, and to see him battle through the adversity he did when he was a, a junior, well, I think it was his junior year he broke his hip. That may be one of the best teams we've ever had that people don't talk about because he his season got ended and we were undefeated. So, um you know, I, I got to see a lot of those guys. I mean, Troy Tisdell, Chad Bostwick, those guys were all great leaders. And so I got to see it done the right way on both sides of it. And I got to see how competitive it was. Um, got to see some really great players when I first got here, like a Jamaica Rector and Andre Rector and Dave Tolson and Steve Williams. So, I mean, there's a lot of, a lot of guys that I, I looked up to and I saw how hard they worked and what it took for them to be successful. 
and ultimately, at the end of the day, um, it came down to me just having a little bit more passion to play football, and that's that's the path I ended up choosing. Uh, you know, my second year here. So, um, but yeah, it was a it was a great experience. It really prepared me to be successful uh, moving forward with the tail end of my football career. And and uh, yeah, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Was there ever a sliver of thinking about basketball solely when you're at Northwest? Absolutely. Um, I, you know, because my first year in football, I registered. So all I did was practice and, and on basketball, I played about 20 minutes a game. Um, and so there was a, you know, there was some of that thought. And, uh, at the end of the day, like I said, my passion ended up being for football and, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't see it going, you know, they didn't see it going that direction because my dad was a high school basketball coach, but you know, he always told me to go for what I was passionate for. So that ended up being what it was. And, uh, I went for it wholeheartedly and, and uh, ended up, you know, finishing um, my senior season in 2008 and got into coaching. Coach Churchman allowed me to be a graduate assistant, and that's how I got here. Whenever you look at yourself and then your brother's also playing collegiate football, I mean, is that just – is it because you're all coaches' sons and you kind of – you know what it takes to get there and it's a driven family? Uh, I mean, I've, I met your dad and talked to him. He doesn't seem like the type that's going to press you into doing something necessarily you don't want to do – was it just like, you love it, you've got that passion, you're all going to find an avenue to get there to the next level? Yeah, we were very fortunate growing up uh, playing for Hall of Fame coaches in every sport we played in Harlan. And uh, Coach Blatt, our football coach, is, his success is unprecedented. Coach Degas in baseball is unprecedented. Coach Carson's in track. I mean, all the, and then my dad in, in basketball. So, yeah, he, uh, he definitely pushed us. He supported us. Um, he, he knew – how to he knew how to drive us and motivate us uh and probably the other thing that you're missing in this whole component is how athletic my mother was she was a college basketball player really and uh so and she was always the one that was playing games with us in the yard and basketball football baseball whatever it was uh because when my dad was a young coach he was getting classes for administration so you know and he was an umpire in baseball and football so she was always the one that was you know, when we were little, uh, helping us, you know, just in the backyard or out on the, the driveway. So uh, she was a, definitely a big motivating factor for us, too, because she was a really good athlete growing up. See, and I, I had no idea about that. And um, obviously, kind of, if you're, it's a big component, and there's so many different practices and, and transportation and getting at all this stuff. But a little bit of athletic ability coming from that side, too. You think about your own boys and, and daughter on the way as well. I mean, you played quarterback as well as a guard at Northwest there for a year. Audrey's on the track and field team and is, uh, uh, is an athletic uh, personal trainer as well right now. So your boys and daughter are probably going to have some pretty good genes as well, I would think, right? Well, you just brought it up. Audrey's by far a lot better athlete than I was. <laughs> I remember when I first started talking to her in college, um, I was thought I was you know bragging about what I'd done in high school and how I was playing two sports. And then she told me, I asked her what, you know, what she'd done in high school with track. And so I won seven state titles. And I about <laughs> dropped the phone. And I said, well, i got to figure a way to, to uh, get to know this girl better. And uh, so, um, yeah, she's a phenomenal athlete. Uh, was on the 4 by one and 4 by 4 team here. Uh, broke the school record in the 400 hurdles. Won the conference twice. Went to nationals twice. So, yeah, and I think she had the record for about 10 years until Jordan Hammond broke it. But, uh, yes, uh, the boys are very fortunate to have her athletic genes, for sure. 
So with all the pandemic and COVID and everything going on, you're not out there on Saturdays coaching Northwest Missouri State football. But that really hasn't held you back from coaching in games throughout this offseason, has it? You found some other football games to coach? I have, yeah. It started with T-ball. Oh. I did that last summer and <laughs> uh, and then helped coach uh, my son Jack's base, coach pitch baseball team. And then um, this fall when our season uh, was put on hold there, um, I was able to coach flag football. So that was a really good experience. Had the first and second gra- kindergarten through second graders. And so I had Jack and Colin on the team. Um, and we had a lot of fun. I had a bunch of dads that would help me uh, in practice. And uh, we just worked on the fundamentals. We taught them how to block. We taught them how to form tackle and pull flags. And we taught them how to run the ball and carry the ball. So we didn't, we didn't get complicated. We were pretty simple. Run the right, run left, fake the run, run the other way. We did throw a couple of passes that worked <laughs> in a few games. So, um, but, and we had a lot of fun. So and we got to know the kids and their families and had a great group of kids, um, not just from Maryville, but a couple from surrounding communities. So um, it was a lot of fun to, to uh, get to know them and to coach them. It, it made it, it made this fall um, more enjoyable on the weekends for me. And winning's great. It's not necessarily all about winning at that age, but you did knock off Xavier Oman's team, didn't you? Uh, we, we, uh, we technically did win uh, that game <laughs> against uh, Savannah. So, um, it was it was fun because um, Xavier's son Matrix is the same age as my boy Jack, and so they're both in first grade. And, and they had a their coach. Um, I reached out to him and, and talked to him about coming up here to Maryville to play us in a game, and um, he was all about it. So um, they came up and, and we played, and it was a hard fought game, and we ended up coming out on top. and And our kids really enjoyed it. It was it was a lot of fun. All right, Joel, I got just a couple more, and then I'll let you go. A couple quick ones. For the folks listening right now and myself, any book or podcast recommendations that you throw out to anybody? Uh, yeah. This one came from Ben McCollum. Uh, I've been listening to it. Uh, Ryan Hawk, the learning leader, uh, would be a great one to follow. Um, really good. And then uh, books. Um, I just read a book um, that it was phenomenal, uh, Thinking Like a Warrior. It was really good, and I'm I'm actually starting to read a book called Good to Great, and then I got a couple other I'm going to read as well. So I'm trying to get those all knocked out uh, in the next month while I have the time. Because hopefully we'll get back to normal and we'll have some spring football practice and start to get into a groove before long, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the plan in the spring is to get back to normal, and and hopefully that happens, and and we'll get rocking and rolling. So we're looking forward to it getting our players back here when the next semester starts and and working with them again. Last thing for you, what will be the best thing on your plate tomorrow Thanksgiving? Oh, Audrey was just talking about it. She's making a feast. Uh, She's (laughs) making ham, corn casserole, um, a green bean casserole. She's making sweet potato casserole and some baked potatoes. I'm going to say it's probably going to be her baked potatoes with gravy. All right. That's good. But – so I know that she has the so workouts, and, and people can subscribe to those on Facebook and, and get onto that if they want to, and she'd have some great ones. My wife's a part of that, too. She's going to make you work before you can eat that, right? Correct. I think she's got a workout planned for tomorrow, uh, maybe even a run. Um, so she's got, she's got maybe a challenge up her sleeve for her group <laughs> of girls that work out. I've actually been doing those workouts daily um, since the pandemic started last March, so they're a challenge. Um, she's she's extremely tough on her clients, 
Uh, she works them hard, and, and they're fun, though. They'll push you. Yeah, they're they're hard, but then they get done, and, and I was like, that was fantastic. I loved it. I'm like, oh, all right, well, you're better than me, so. But <laughs> <laughs> I would challenge you to get on there and do one, Matt. I'll have to try one out. I don't know if I can, you know, stretch the whole thing because you talk about she's a warrior herself. I mean, I've seen those videos of her going by and like, whew, she's going hard. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, she stays in great shape and, and uh, she even is still doing well with them being pregnant. So, Joel, I appreciate you coming on and, and talking with me here this afternoon, especially taking time out of a, a holiday weekend here. But always great to hear from you and uh, hopefully we see football return here very quickly. All right, I appreciate your time, Matt. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks again to Joel Osborne for joining us on Bearcat Rewind today. Always great to hear from him. And in case you missed it, the last few weeks, our guests have included Wayne Cavati from NCAA.com. He writes about Division II college basketball. We kind of preview this upcoming Northwest Missouri State season and some teams around the country as well. Cross-country coach Nick Gibson, head football coach Rich Wright, former running back Xavier Oman, and many more. So be sure to check out the podcast and those episodes that you might have missed. Thanks to Alex Kurt, a professor here at Northwest Missouri State, for producing our intro and outro music. And thank you for tuning in to the podcast. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about Bearcat Rewind. I'm Matt Tritton, and we'll talk to you again next time.